Welcome to the Cloud Architects Podcast, a podcast about cloud, technology, and the people using it. The Cloud Architects Podcast is sponsored by Kemp Technologies. Choose Kemp to optimize your multi-cloud application deployments and simplify multi-cloud application management. A single pane of glass for application delivery, Kemp provides a 360-degree view of your entire application environment and even third-party ABCs. Download Kemp 360 for free today at kemptechnologies.com. Hi, it's Nicholas Blank with the Cloud Architects. Hi, Chris Goosen here too. And Warren's here as well. We have a very special guest today, and we'll get to our guest introduction in a second, but we're actually here at a undisclosed location. Undisclosed. I'm going to tell them. I have to. Go on. Okay, so we're at the garage. Which is insanely cool. Yes. Yes. Very, very cool. We wish you could see what we're seeing because it's amazing. Where Even the Microsoft outside guys the just get to come and play and have fun. Very, but very good cool. thing we have two cameras pointed at us, so they may be able to see what we're doing eventually. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we need to make sure that there's nothing redacted uh, that's in shot. <laughs> and uh, that maniacal laugh that you just heard is Anna Chu. Hello, everyone. The community Khaleesi. She returns. Dun, dun, dun. I, I had this idea this morning. I was thinking about this, and I thought, I have to be able to figure out how to sort of tap the Game of Thrones uh Intro tune. Oh, yeah. No, I'd probably just get in a lot of trouble if we did something <laughs> like that. Well, if it's a few seconds of it, I think it's fine. Yeah. I didn't learn how to tap it in the end, so sorry to disappoint. That would have been really cool. Oh. I'm very excited about the new season. Me only too. Only a few weeks away. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think I'm the only person on the planet who's not watching it. My wife has been sending me like countdown. Oh. Which is pretty insane because it took her a while to get into it. And now she's sending me countdown. Yeah, the first two still. seasons. The yeah. first two seasons were a bit tough. Uh, you know, it got um, better. Yeah, it, it did. got way it better. It did. So we are not here to talk about Game of Thrones today, though. Although, yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure we probably could spend a 40 well, minutes talking. Yeah, about we're Game actually going to flip the script, though, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. You, why are you here? Why are you here, in my hood? <laughs> redacted, redacted, redacted. <laughs> so the redacted is actually uh, not as much of a joke as it is for real because we're here for MVP Summit. Mm. And we're here to learn about a whole bunch of things that we're not allowed to talk about. Yes. As well as to have feedback opportunity with the product groups, which is yes. insanely amazing. Yes. So the whole point of flipping the script is for me to interview you guys. Yes. Since you're the MVPs in the room. I'd be very curious to hear from your point of view how your week was. Because for many of you, I mean, this is not your first MVP summit, yeah. right? No. Yeah. Yeah. So how was this week in comparison to previous MVP summits? I think, okay, so this is my second MVP summit. Mm. And um, this year I knew a lot more. I knew where to go, how the, the, the flow of things worked, and my schedule builder was properly up to date. And um, I think I got a little bit more involved this time. Mm. Uh, the last time around, it was a bit disorientating. You sort of didn't know what was happening or Shock who or where. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And you were like, that's the dude that wrote that. Yes. <laughs> and it was very much yes. like that. Whereas now you actually have a conversation with the guy and understand that he's a human as well. Yep. Mm. But uh, look, the amazing part is that there's so much that goes into it. Mm. Mm. I mean, there are a lot of us uh, that, I mean, how many are here? Probably 1,500, mm. 2,000 yep. people. Mm -hmm. And mm. everything just goes like clockwork. We know 
you know the buses are always running the food's always there um you get to talk to the guys after the sessions mm. which is really great as well and no i would say having them listen to you is really really huge yes mm. they take your feedback and then mm. who knows they may even implement it in the future yeah. so th the whole thing is just really really cool mm. yes yeah. I had one of those moments yesterday where in the exchange session I met Jeffrey Snover. And when we I love say met Snover. I actually met him. Oh my gosh, you shook his hand? Yes. Did you get a selfie? No, I thought there was a little bit Dude. No. He'll be he he was so great at Ignite because we hosted a meet Jeffrey Snover sort of Wow. Community social. Wow. And he was there until the very last person in the queue. The expo had like completely closed. And yeah. he was there to talk, took photos. He is such a gracious man. And we're very lucky to so have we him. So we saw, um, was it Monday when Scott Guthrie spoke to all of us? And mm. we were sitting right at the end of the aisle. So we saw him come in. Yes. Uh, and so at first it was kind of Scott Hanselman came in and everyone was like, oh. <laughs> you know, and then, yeah. and then he came in. And he literally spent 20 minutes taking selfies with yep. everyone who wanted a selfie, yep. which was incredible. I mean, there was some... And so did Rusinovich. Mark yeah, Rusinovich did absolutely. the same thing. And there yeah. were some guys who were like, you know, um, in wheelchairs and things mm. like that. And he was he was properly going, kneeling down on his knees yep. so he could get in the frame. Yes. Yeah, yeah I had a nice so long cool. chat with Mark Rusinovich. It yes. just shows the, you know, the fact that this is... It, it's uh, it's awesome for us as MVPs to come here and geek out. And, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, you know, we're, we're on campus, we're running around. Mm. But... If you look at it from the other side as well, you know the value that they're adding to, to yes. us is just—it's—it's—it's mm. it's amazing. It's incredible so to see. Cool. And our value back to the the various product groups. And uh, yesterday was an example where Jeffrey asked me for my what? opinion on something, and uh, of course I can't share what it is. But it was like, should we do this or should we do that? And it's like, well, why wouldn't you do both? And he went, oh. <laughs> It's like that meme. Yes. Yeah, why can't we have both hard and soft shell tacos? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Actually, so in fact, we did have hard and soft shell tacos on Tuesday. <laughs> we did. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. The food at Summit's good. Yeah. Very good. So for the people for who follow you on your podcast, why don't you explain what the MVP Summit is? In 200 words or less? Yes. Do you want to give that a go? I can give it a go. Uh, so essentially the MVP Summit is a yearly get-together between uh, all the MVPs coming to Redmond, um, hosted by Microsoft, and essentially spending time talking to the various product groups. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of what we talk about uh, is vision and roadmap type stuff, so it's all covered under NDA, which is why we do not tweet or uh, you know, share any of that kind of things publicly. Um, at least not now, in time when it starts becoming public available, then obviously we, we've seen it through the maturity of being you know included in the products uh, and we can talk about it more authoritatively then yeah um, so that's the value add i guess for us but then we also get to feed back to the product groups uh about the things that they're thinking about the things mm. that they're developed developing and possibly some of the things that they've already developed and that are have already made their way into the product which might not be doing or working the way they had intended yes and yeah. ideally you're spending a week or four days in a room with your peers who are actually sharing your competency. Mm. So an, an Azure guy being with other Azure guys, Office 365 people. And girls, by the way, sorry. And, and girls. This yes. is true. Yes, <laughs> girls here and guys. So guys is meant as a unisex term or catch-all term. Mm. Folks. 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 So you're better. spending time with folks, thank you very much, <laughs> who share your passion 
And 12 years ago, when I did my first MVP summit, I was shattered that I was in a room, and it was a um, food hall, I was in a room with two and a half thousand people at that time who shared my passion for technology. Mm -hmm. And just to have that sense of belonging and community that you don't have anywhere else in the world, mm. you're not customer facing. Yeah. And some of these people are customers, some of them are service but providers, also and it doesn't matter. some of them are, are a little bit hero like, right, for some of us. Mm. I mean, you get to meet the people that mm. write stuff. So yes. like, for instance, yes. Connect365, you mm. get to meet the oak that wrote it. <laughs> He's like, right here, okay? Or Have I Been Pawned, yes. you know, Troy Hunt. Or Greg Sheridan and, and he, mm -hmm. you know, his script that he wrote for Skype for Business. So you get to meet these guys who have done these contributions to, mm -hmm. that have helped you. Yeah. And you're mm -hmm. like, you know what? Thank you. Because, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. dude, yes. that yeah. saved my life. Yes. <laughs> that's that's right. But what's been amazing to that point, though, right, is this week I've had a lot of guys come up to me going, hey, love what you've done with Connect365. Have you considered adding this feature or doing that, right? Yes. For me to get that feedback from mm. the MVP community is that's cool. It's mental you oh know, yeah. when you have guys that you respect coming to you going, hey, love what you're doing. Uh, how about this button there or, or make it do this? Yeah. yeah, exactly. I had a really great comment from an MVP. It was his first time coming to the MVP Summit. And he said the moment he walked into the first SharePoint session, which was the Meet Jeffrey, Jeff Teeper session, it was like, to him, it was like walking into a Madame Two Swords. Because it's like he walked into the room and e he saw all these familiar faces and they're all in the room with him. And he felt like he was a peer. He felt like he was like in some sort of weird inner sanctum. Yes. Which is just amazing. Like, like for me, as someone who just manages content, I see these people all the time. I, I don't have that level of reverence. Mm. But when I do see that reaction from this community, it's really quite humbling. It's like, oh, wow, like, you know... Like, mm. it's crazy that you hold us to such esteem. And so we have this uh, duty to, you know, give back and give you a great experience and, and give you the value that you're seeking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it happens everywhere, right? The camaraderie that, that happens across technology area too. Because I think one of the problems I've certainly had, and I think Nick and I have shared this this week, is there have been so much things that we wanted to see at a particular time slot that it's been really difficult to get from yes. you know, up oh and yeah. down from one side of the campus to the other side mm. to, to get to these different sessions. For the people um, listening, you got to see the size of this place. Yeah. And it's so that's been... It's that's a been suburb. <laughs> it is. It is a suburb. It really yeah. is a city. Redmond is Microsoft. There's nothing else in it. Yeah. So here's a quick quick uh, factoid. Apparently, uh, Redmond is the only city where on the weekends it's like basically 50,000 people. Uh, 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 it's It's gone down in population by 50,000. Because nobody is really, he should be here on campus. Over the weekend. Over the weekend. That's wow. crazy. Yeah. But that's Ghost not town. just Microsoft. I mean, there are yeah. other companies here, but we have the biggest footprint for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, your week at MVP Summit, you've had a lot of great content. Mm -hmm. Has it felt like a reunion of sorts as well, too, yes. with this community? Every time. Every yeah. time. Yeah. It yeah. is. It's, a very, it's interesting, right? And you kind of have to spend the time catching up with the various groups of, of people, right? Mm. I, I, you know, th and there are there are little traditions. You know, a lot of the guys have their little MVP summit traditions. Yes. You know, the link guys, slash Skype, slash Teams guys are always going to, um, uh, what's it, Maggiano's across the road from, from Bellevue Square. For, the for Italian dinner. place, yes. yeah. So, yeah. The, you know, ev there's always like the, the set dinners and the groups that have their Cheesecake own Cheesecake Factory. Thing. Cheesecake Factory is one of them. Of course, you know, the great restaurants and stuff here, so everyone's always catching up. Yeah. Outside of... 
the s the th you know the sessions and seeing each other. But even the breakfast table is is a place to kind of talk and and you know you meet um, a lot of the new guys. You know, I I noticed um, this year that the first timers have a little. Uh, like designation, a ribbon. Yeah, yeah, a little ribbon on there. On there, I haven't seen that before. Mm. No, um, that's new. But that's great because um, you know you, you can identify someone who is here for the first time, make them feel welcome, and yeah. love on them. Yes, I had one of the Japanese MVPs come uh, talk to me last night uh, at the uh, at the event, and um, he was showing me the apps that he. He's a development guy who's showing me the apps that he built. Just randomly came up to me and mm. started talking, and that's the beauty of yeah. of summit. So right? cool. I'm gonna have a tradition from this one on. And that every time I come here, I need to go to Chick-fil-A. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new tradition. <laughs> we don't have it in our country. <laughs> no, Chick-fil-A is wait, awesome. Wait, have you had Shake Shack yet? I no. Know. Look, there is one in Seattle now. Because I okay. remember last time we met, I was telling you about Shake Shack. Yes. You need to, you need to go. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. If we get to Ignite in Orlando, yes, mm. we'll have to do a Shake Shack. Definitely. Oh, yes. Maybe yes. even a Shake Shack episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can we record it at a Shake Shack? Yeah. <laughs> Can I yeah, record him I mean. saying that? <laughs> oh, please. It's on video. So we're it's on yeah. video. Jeez. It's official. I mean, yes. really, it's immutable now. That's like, <laughs> Nick, fast food? No. <laughs> so so I, I have a question for you, Anna. Since okay. we, I mean, we, we last spoke to you September, October last year. Yes. Um, You've been pretty busy since then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to share with us just a little <laughs> bit about what you've been up to? Seventeen I cities. Yeah. Well, I didn't go to all seventeen cities. I did six, which is a lot less than the eleven I did last year too. Wow. The previous series. So I was on Microsoft Ignite the tour, and I I saw you two last in Cape Town, Hong, Hong Kong. Kong. Oh yes, no, this year well, you mean? Yes. This year. Yes. This year. Um, yeah, so it's been really amazing. Um, it's been a really great event. Ultimately, Microsoft Ignite the Tour is where we bring the best of Ignite and take it out on the road. It's a road show. And um, we started in Berlin in December and we just wrapped up our biggest stop yet in Amsterdam. I don't know the official numbers, but we were hedging around the 5,000, 6,000 mark, which is massive. Yes. Before that, I think Sydney was our biggest one. Um, and the reaction's been awesome. Um, we've been, you know, getting great, you know, attendance, really great engagement. People are going to the hub area, the Microsoft Showcase area, asking questions, watching our community do demos, getting best practices from them. Um, and it's been, it's been a huge slog to try and get this working because, you know, like when you first start it, you're working with the first two cities, which is Berlin and Sao Paulo, and things are kind of experimental. But then the rubber really hits the road when you get to the third city. So that that was Toronto for us, and and then every other team in these local subsidiaries are going right. Well, we need to get ready, and they're all asking the exact same questions that everybody. Else. So it's basically we were hit with a tidal wave of work, logistics, organization, yeah. and it's tough. And we really wanted to see what that experience was like on the show floor too. So I was in six of those cities and yeah, um, it was great, uh, overwhelming, but I really love that it gives me an opportunity to meet the community face to face. Cause at mm. Ignite, I have barely any mm. time, energy <laughs> to really do it properly. And um, this is really where I get to meet the community besides MVP Summit, obviously, but um, Ignite the Tour is really where I get to know the community a lot better. Biggest challenge for you on, on the road? Um, 
Um, one challenge that I managed to thwart, I guess, is just managing time zones. Oh wow, yeah. So very practical. My tip for anyone who ever has to like do crazy long distance travel is just figure out when you're supposed to sleep when you get there. Yeah. And then either tie yourself out on the flight over so that you sleep on the flight or sleep when you get there or you know just time it right you Mm. know it's just a healthy tip because like trying to be balanced from a mental health point of view can be really tough yes um and a lot of the time some of these people it's not it is their first rodeo and so they don't know how to deal with it so i'm spending a lot of time just helping people you know not stress out over travel um and you know no like you know just just kind of helping people out from a health and mental health point of view um you'd yeah. be very well used to the uh you know the long trip if you if you do the, tr- the do you do the la sydney leg very often i don't do that too often okay yeah but uh, that's because that's a long one and it you is know those when you're on those long flights especially flights to australia mm. um yeah, you kind of have Australia to put a little bit so of far from everything. Well, you just have to <laughs> put hey, a little you're bit from of South Africa. <laughs> yeah, I mean, technically, it takes longer to get from here to South Africa than it does to get to Australia. Yeah, but oh sure. Australia is one leg, sure. though, right? Mm-hmm. But the, the resulting time zone change yes. in, as mm. in Australia is quite dramatic. Yes. It is. It is. Very I find much I only so. have a problem flying forward. Flying back, I'm generally okay. Mm. So mm. coming here was good, but flying forward, I find, is where my jet lag gets me. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I think it's different for different people. I yeah. yeah. What yeah. was your experience like? I mean, you guys are on the tour. And oh, yeah. You went to multiple cities. We did. Yeah. We How did. did you enjoy that? Loved it. Loved it. Our, f- our own one in our own country we found was um, unexpectedly exhausting. Mm. <laughs> Why is that? Couldn't get from one side of the room to the other without talking to someone. Yes. Yeah. Um, but look, I suppose... The second day of the conference is always like that because they saw you present the day before and then they come up to you and they ask a question or you're sitting at the the ATE or the Ask the the Experts booth. And you're literally engaging your brain the whole day. Mm. Mm. Yeah, 12, 14 hours. Yeah, on your feet, engaging your brain that you just crash. Yes. And it is on your feet because you are standing. It's the showroom Mm. floor Mm -hmm. and you're doing something. You're yes. not but it was so cool to talk in front of those people. Yes. Yeah. Really yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. So great to, to talk in front of the home crowd. Uh, other cities were much easier because expectations were different, but also we, we knew what to expect. Mm. So we would be on the, the showroom floor. We'd be doing Ask the Experts. We'd be doing Demo Booth. Mm-hmm. Then we'd go to a session. We'd come back. We'd carry on doing that. So we were also always on mm. so to speak yeah but we knew what to expect mm. yep. i think that was the the, the biggest change yeah. yeah so you were in joyberg and you're in hong kong mm. did you find that the level of questions and the level of maturity about the cloud was different mm. i don't know to me it, to me it was the same to well, be honest from from azure and office 365 quite different look i suppose each each uh, region was slightly different when it came to um, their needs, yes. uh, but it was more like, what's the hot topic? Mm. So in Hong Kong, it was compliance. Mm. Compliance was heavy. A lot of the questions were about compliance. But then you came to South Africa. One of my biggest was direct routing. It was like, guys, how do I connect my phone system up? Because that's mm. what we want to do here. Mm. So I think it was just relative. But I would say with regard to their journeys, they were the same. Mm. 
I would say that the adoption or the amount of people in Office 365 was the same. You mm. saw they were asking very similar. It wasn't like, how do I migrate? Yeah. You know, it was, you know, they were all pretty much sitting at the same thing. And then I guess the data centers, which launched finally in <laughs> South Africa, um, that was a big thing for us. So a lot of our, our Ignite tour was focused on when are they opening the doors? And now that they're finally opening, the floodgates are open. And at the time of recording this, this has only happened how many weeks ago? Three or four? Yeah, if that yeah. much. Mm. Yeah, three or four. Yeah. 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 Although, uh, that being said, Hong Kong has had cloud, local cloud for years. Mm -hmm. Yes. And we've literally just received ours, yeah. for which we are grateful. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to thank Marcus Sinovich himself. Oh, very good. <laughs> I was like, thanks, dude. <laughs> it was like, this is my pleasure. <laughs> Get away from me, weird person. <laughs> <laughs> Stalker dude. <laughs> yeah. Huge fan of Sys Internals. I also thanked him for Sys Internals for everybody. Mm. You know, on behalf of the entire planet, I thanked him. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you, Anna, mm -hmm. what would you like to change about the tour? If anything. Oh, gosh. That is a loaded question. Very loaded. <laughs> and of course, we're not going to talk about redacted or <laughs> anything that's not appropriate to talk about at this stage. I mean, I have seen the schedule. I am really floored by it i don't know how we're going to pull it off you're talking about the new schedule the new schedule for the new tour all i will say is that i know we'll be depending on more and more mvps more and more of the community that's something i'm really pushing for is that the community are a huge i mean i feel like they already are they already are a big part of the delivery of the event but we're going to need a lot of mvps to be involved mm. And I think the struggle is, is that every city is different and we want to have a good mix of local flavor, local market knowledge, um, as well as the best of the best, right? So we ship all of our speakers from, you know, corporate um, to each of these cities, but I don't honestly don't know how we're going to do it with the schedule that we're looking at. So we're going to really have to, you know, keep the standards high for MVPs and make sure we're we're, you know, getting the best of the best of our MVPs to, to go around to all of these cities. Mm. Um, but at the same time, I really want to make sure that we're not making this feel like we're just going on a boondoggle. Is that even a term that anybody un understands? I don't know. Nope, never heard of it. <laughs> boondoggle. I don't know. I only really heard it in, in America, actually. But yeah. basically, it's where people just go around and have a bit of a lark and they're just traveling for the mm. sake of travel and not actually like, yes. you know, mm. doing work. Mm. But um, I really want to make sure that the content that we're delivering is of the highest quality. It speaks to our product truth um, and, you know, is, it has a really good footprint of community content. So, yeah, I mean... I think w uh, there's nothing that I would really want to change. It's more that I want things to just move to the next level. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Mm. All the levels not to drop. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Cool. Well, I mean, that sounds that's that sounds super exciting. And from, from wh where are we? We're at uh, the end of March now. Yeah. Uh, there are still a few cities left on the, the current tour, right? Yeah. So we just wrapped up Amsterdam. Dubai is next week. Then we have... Seoul. Seoul, Mexico City. 
and Mumbai. Mumbai's last Stockholm is before Mumbai. So then we're finished up in May and then um, we'll have Microsoft Ignite 2019. It's in November, which gives us a little bit of br- breathing room. Gives me a chance to have a summer holiday <laughs> for the first time in three years. Um, I thought you just got back from holiday. I was traveling for work, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if, that's what, if that's what you want to call it. <laughs> I also dude. love the fact that, it, that Ignite, and we won't dig into Ignite too much, but that it is in later in the year. Yeah. Uh, I think that I love Florida, but man, the weather in Florida when the Ignite was current, you know, used to happen. Yeah. I- it was a little overwhelming. Um, although much better last year because we didn't have to switch between buildings. Yeah. You know, that uh, gauntlet of sweat that we had <laughs> to traverse, you know, was <laughs> was uh, was a lot of fun. But uh, not being able having to do that made a big difference. Yeah. yeah. I think putting it slightly later in the year is going to make it well, even, even we'll better. Well, we'll avoid hurricane season too. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So that's a big bonus for sure. Besides, you know, summer holiday time and uh, avoiding hurricanes, like there's, there's just so many benefits of moving it out. We just need a little bit more time yep. for sure. Um, I think, I mean, I know we didn't want to talk about Ignite, but I just, l- we're literally in the same room that we, where we just wrapped up our second planning meeting for Ignite in November. And we, uh, you are going to see more developer content. Um, we're really going to see a good nexus between IT Pro and, and developer. Um, I've had a l- few conversations internally about what can we do to like, how do we not ignore the power user community mm. as well? Um, so that's something that I'm thinking about. Uh, the yeah. Xamarin users. Yeah. The Xamarin guys keep moaning. Yeah. Why is Xamarin always treated like a second cousin? <laughs> <laughs> well, we want to be as inclusive as possible, but Natural. that's the thing. Like, in the space of one week, how do you feel, yeah. like, give everyone the right amount of airtime? Mm. Mm-hmm. Even just in this mini summit, mm. we had to choose between so many good sessions that would happen at the same time. Yep. Yeah. And we know Ignite is very much on the same theme. But Ignite's recorded, which is yes. great. Yes. 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 Yep. And we'll continue to do that. Oh, and by the way, we just recorded all the sessions in Amsterdam. So awesome. that was timed perfectly because That's Amsterdam uh, was exactly six months after Ignite. Wonderful. So basically what we did was refreshed all of our video content this Brilliant. week. So that That's great. And you'll find it all in the Microsoft Tech community. We're aiming to have that live round about May. Oh, if we may, thank you for Tech Community. Yes, yes. you're welcome. Mm. We heard yesterday that stuff's being moved to tech community, remember? Mm-hmm. Continue to grow. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we, well, that's going to be on, on the, well, it's going to be on last episode. So <laughs> if you guys <laughs> listen yes. to the last episode, you will know yes. that yes. all the exchange blogs are moving yes. to tech community. Yep. So tech community is going to be crazy. It's already <coughs> massive. Yeah. I mean, we are almost at 250,000 members. Wow. wow. I still remember. I still remember that time when we were, you know, st- first launching. People were like, "You'll never get to hundred thousand. I'm like, "Watch me, mm. <laughs> watch me." Yeah. Um, and uh, from a unique visitor point of the view, Khaleesi speaks. So <laughs> Khaleesi speaks. Yes. So uh, two million unique visitors per month. Wow. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a lot of lurkers, and we love lurkers. We, and that's why we've grown so much is because people lurk, and then they go, huh. Maybe I'll actually contribute. Mm. Maybe I'll actually like something. Um, and we're always innovating. I've got a f- fantastic team mm-hmm. who are on a fortnightly basis 
uh, shifting out sprints, um, delivering new features onto the tech community. We, by by the time this podcast launch, we'll probably have um, language support launched. So we're launching with five languages to begin with, the five most used languages on the planet, German, French, simplified Chinese. I forget what the other two are. <laughs> I think Japanese is in there too. Um, and so that's something that the community has long asked for is to help this make this a truly global community and we're going to start with those languages to begin Stunning. with. So that actually awesome. that leads me to an interesting question mm. is when we, when you guys are doing Ignite the tour in all these different countries, how do you deal with the localized languages in that? Is everything in English or are there sessions that are being put up put on in other languages for some of the Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a good question and it's and it's challenging for us to deal with too because um, every country is different. I mean, if you go to you know, not that Copenhagen's on the list, but you know, 83% of people in Denmark can speak English, but Danish is their national language. So we have to do a lot of um, just, it doesn't take much, but it, it shows a level of care to demonstrate, hey, we want to meet them where they are, right? So when we were in Sao Paulo, we delivered almost all of our sessions in Brazilian Portuguese. If they weren't delivered in Brazilian Portuguese, then we had subtitles, so closed captioning for that. Mm-hmm. Um, when we we're in Hong Kong, most of the sessions were delivered in English, but that was because the level of English there is is pretty is pretty you know dominant. So yeah, we have a lot of partnership with the local team to determine what the language needs are. Um, but I think where we struggle the most is having because we have we ship all of our experts. Um, to be at that booth to answer questions and unfortunately they're not as multilingual as you might like so we really need you know to find some more local community to help us out there um and sometimes we have that as uh, but sometimes we don't so yeah okay that's excellent thank you for being on the show again (laughs) it's been a wonderful pleasure i would love to have you back on um, I would love to see you in Orlando in November. Yeah, we're going to do the podcast center again, so I definitely would love to host the Cloud Architects there. Awesome. And yeah, feel free to invite the community Khaleesi again. There we go. <laughs> community Khaleesi is always invi- uh, always invited, always uh, <laughs> oh yeah. always welcome on the show. Yeah, and we appreciate the time that you make for us. So thank you very oh, much. Yeah. Thank you. Very welcome. Hey everyone, before you go. We just wanted to say thank you for listening. We really enjoy putting this podcast together for you every two weeks. Please visit us at thearchitects.cloud or alternatively drop us a tweet. We'd love to hear what you have to say. At the Cloud Arch. <laughs>